So the next question that the Nesiva Shalom asks, we need to understand, Mam Yuchad B'Tahara, what is so special when it comes to cleansing us from our sins? Shashreichem, that we're so fortunate, Shehilifnei Hashem, Yeser Al Sharon Yonam Umitzvis. Why are we more fortunate about this thing that it's Lifnei Hashem, that Hashem is doing it himself, more than other things and other mitzvahs? So he explains as follows, We really have a problem. Chazal are really struggling. A Jew, a person who sins, how could he actually have kapara? How do you get forgiven? A nefesh, a person, a human, our soul, is like a physical body. If a person's arm, Rahmanul Islam was cut off, then it can never regrow. So by a nefesh achitas, when you sin against Hashem, after your spiritual aver, your spiritual limb sins, how is it possible that it could ever come back? And that's because Chazal struggle with this. Maybe after you sin, with that aver, it's done. You can never never do tshuva. So achen inyan kayach tshuva sheyesh liyehudi v'kayach atahara meachet well derech should be anu divri agada. We're going to go back now to what he said in divri agada, and it's mind blowing how Hashem and Chazal how they look at us when we sin and when we're immersed in sin. It says, and we did this on Pesach, if you remember, Ve'etzieinu Hashem elikeinu mimitzrayim Hashem elikeinu took us out. Loi ayidei malach. Not with an angel. Lo yayidei saraf. Lo yayidei shliach. Ela akadosh baruch hu b'chvaydei uba'atzmai. Hashem took us out all by himself. Shalachayra, ma'hi ingin amayuchad b'zeh, shakadosh baruch hu b'chvaydei uba'atzmai tzianu mimitzrayim. Like he says even better in, uh, in, on Pesach, he says, would we have minded to be picked up by an angel or picked up by a, by a limo? A kid goes ahead, he's in jail, and his father gets him out of jail. The father picked him up himself. Very nice. But who cares? The main thing is he got out of jail. So if the father would have sent his, his servant, his driver, with a limo, with a stretch limo, would he mind? The father would have sent his helicopter. Would the kid say, I'm so, you know, it's terrible. It's not as good. My fa-. main thing is he got his head of Mitzrayim. So he's going to explain why it had to be that Hashem himself took us out of Mitzrayim. Because the Malach, the angels, and all the other types of shlichim, of, of, uh, of messengers, actually couldn't do it. Why? We had a kitrig against us. There was a prosecuting attorney, and he said, we do not deserve to be saved. We all know the question, but we don't all know the answer. And this actually happened in Shemayim. Hashem went ahead and gave the command to the sire of the Mayim. He told the angel of water, I want you to split the sea for this group. And then I want you to make the sea come back down and kill the second group. Comes the Malach of Esav, the bad angel comes, Samach Mem. And he says, hang on! And you're doing Nisim for them? What is the difference between these two groups? I don't understand it. I don't see it. And it says that the angel of water listened and he, he rebelled against Hashem. If you look in the Torah, it's missing a Vav. It says the Medrash, Vahamayim Lohem Chema. 
The Mayim got angry. He tells Hashem, I don't know what, why, what, what you're telling me over here. I don't understand what you're doing to me. You're telling me to let this group and, and then drown that group? They're all the same. I'm not doing it. How can I do it? It goes against nature. Even angels have nature. Let's give an example. Imagine the President of the United States calls the head of security at JFK and he says, listen, there is a plane landing from Air Al-Qaeda and there's going to be 400 guys who are going to come out of that plane named Mohammed. The first 200, I want you to whisk straight through security, put them in stretch limos and send them home. The second 200, I want you to kill them on the spot. The head of security is going to go tell the president, I don't understand. Halalu al-Qaeda v'halalu al-Qaeda. Halalu Muhammad v'halalu Muhammad. Halalu ISIS v'halalu ISIS. They're all on our uh, FBI list as terrorists. I can't do that. It doesn't make any sense. That's exactly what happened. And it was true. We bow down to idols. So how could you tell the Sar of Mayim to go do a miracle and break nature to save these wonderful people who are exactly the same as those people. What's the difference between us and them? Says the Nesiv Hashem. You can cry from these words. Hashem, only Hashem, who knows what's going on inside our hearts. In front of Him it is revealed ki ain't dimyan bein halalu lalalu. There's no similarity between this group and that group. I know it looks like they're both bowing to idols. I know it looks like that these kids on the street are smoking on Shabbos, just like the Goyim are smoking on Shabbos. I know what it looks like. And and if you would have asked us, we're serving idols, yeah, we don't believe in God, we said it, we were atheists, we didn't believe in Hashem, we were bowing to idols, I know, Hashem says, I know. But I know what's going on deep, deep, deep inside. I know what's not just on the outside. I know what's really going on inside. Hashem knows Taluma slave. Lufan of Galui. In front of him it is open. It's revealed. It's Davar Pashat. I just thought of a vart that I thought of on my own. And I found that afterwards that even though it's not brought down in the Siva Shalom, someone told me that the Siva Shalom, who said it, by a, a Rosh Hashanah Suda, by a meal in his house. I was so, Baruch Shekivanti, I was so happy that I thought of it and that, that I heard that that's what he said, that it's so authentic. When, when we dive in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the hardest part of the tefillah, for most people, I think, there are a few parts that are really tough, but the part that's really, really hard is where we, we open up there in Kaidish and we say, Baichin Levava, Din, Oivei. Hashem is Baichin Levava, Hashem is checking out my heart. Oh no, he knows my thoughts. He reveals what's deep. And it's like each one is like worse and worse and worse and you feel nauseous. And then I was thinking, you know, it's not a bad thing. Because Hashem doesn't just go under the surface and see the outer layers of the inner dysfunction and sin and messed upness. He goes further than that. And you know what's under all of that dysfunction and rebellion is a heart that wants to be good. He doesn't just see the, the bad thoughts underneath the actions. Everybody tries to look good on the outside, but underneath, oy vey, what we're thinking. What we, but he goes further than that. 
And I, I, I started on my own before even I heard that the Nesiva Shalom said it. I started saying, Gideh Machshavis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you talk, I have to go through some dirt in order to, you gotta dig in order before you find water, you know what I mean? Before you go down, 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 you've gotta get, go through some dirt, I know, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I am sorry about that. But, but if you dig, you'll see beauty, purity, holiness. Yeah, reveal amok, 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 deep, deep, deep down. Actually, it's also said, it also says that the Aaron Kaidish, the iron had, on the outside, it had gold, inside wood, and then on the, in the inside, again, was gold. And the wood is compared to a person, Adam Eitz HaSadah. So, on the outside, every person, no matter how rotten their machshavas are, what addictions they have, they come to shul, they try to look like a golden mensch. They try to look good on the outside. Right? Most people, right? They try to look good on the outside. So, on the outside, a person is gold, fake, but inside, a person could be like wood, could be he could be fulfilled, could be really um, disgusting and, and ruined and damaged. It's true. But on the inner inner layer, there's another layer of gold. Because the yid on the inside, Yedea Talumais, is gold. And that doesn't get touched. Like the Nesiva Shalom says, Kol Yehudi hu He brings it down from the Saba Kadisha. Every Jew is a diamond. And what's the difference between a diamond and a piece of wood? If a piece of wood falls in the sewer, it becomes essentially damaged for life. Even if you clean it, you can't change once it's lying in sewage for a long time, it's damaged. But a diamond can lie in sewage or in whatever murky, disgusting stuff for 10 million years. But once you clean off the outside, you, you shave it off and you clean off whatever the outside, the actual diamond becomes revealed and va'az yuchsar oirei kibiri shayna. The original spark is going to shine out. There's no damage to the diamond itself once you clean the schmutz off of it. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees sees Mechali Shabbos, sees all kinds of dysfunction and sin and disgusting stuff, but he's Yedea Talumois. With fun of Galui in front of him, he says, no, 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 no. You angels, you see the outside, right? Like some people on the streets. You just look at the outside. She's a shiksa, goita. Hashem says, "Ein dimyan bein halalu lahalalu." There's no similarity at all between these two. This one is free. This one is trapped. Because when a Jew sins, and now he's telling you a fact, whether you see it and feel it and realize it, or whether you have to work on it to reveal it, you will learn. This is Tyrus Emes. This is Yiddishkeit. When a Jew sins, any Jew, every Jew, liboy shoyis dam. His heart is, is, is bleeding. Because he's behaving in a way that's furthering himself from Hashem. He can't withstand the, the hiskabros, the overpowering of the Yitzhahara on him. Let's give an example to bring out these words. Inside, he didn't sin at all. In other words, imagine you have a company. And the company goes ahead and they have a board meeting. And they say, should we do such and such? And they decide yes, or they decide no. Inside a person, if you had a board meeting, at a time of clarity, should I do this thing that Hashem said no? You would never do it. You never had a, had, had a clear board meeting and decided, yes, I believe that I should sin against the will of Hashem, and that's going to be good for me. 
No. Bipnimius nafshei enichate klal never happened. Why did it happen? Because externally, I'm a stupid human. Kashalta bavaynecha. It's ahara made me stumble. And I did something that I shouldn't do and I don't want to do and I wish I never did. And I would sign a paper that I should never do it again. So when you're judging the chitzonius, you can't save Klal Yisrael. The sea would not be split. We would be dead. But if you're judging the pnimius, of course, ain't ain't a dimyon. What are you talking about? How are you comparing? You're comparing this Jewish kid who has a neshama, who wants to be good and is just trapped and went through pain and saris and and addictions and problems and darkness and being in Golis for 2,000 plus years. You're comparing to that to that guy who's having a grand old time, who really believes that these sins are healthy and it's good to do, and doesn't even think about Hashem in it. And now he says the following words that that are so powerful. What was the answer to halolu oiv de'avaydezara? Halolu oiv de'avaydezara. The answer is ain halolu oiv de'avaydezara. Never happened. Va'etzem shel Yehudi kadosh v'tarach helikel kamimal. Because the essence of a Jew is pure and holy, holy and pure. It's like saying that God is bad. Can God get damaged by my sin? No. So the piece of of me that's created that's that's cannot get damaged. It's like the black the the the, the black box in the airplane that, that no matter what happens to the airplane, that black box black box never gets damaged. And that's why people wonder, why don't you just make the whole plane from the black box and then nothing could happen to a plane? So let's bring it out with an example. Imagine that you have the biggest tzaddik in the world. He's walking home one night, two o'clock in the morning, engrossed in a sugya. And all of a sudden, the car pulls around the bend. Out comes four hoodlums. And they say, hey, that's rabbi, whatever. Famous rabbi. Let's have some fun, boys. These four huge guys come out. They take baseball bats and they go over to him and they put in front of him an idol. Rabbi, bow down to the idol. The rabbi says, I will never bow down to the idol. They grab him and they go into his face and they threaten him and they say, Rabbi, you bow down to the idol, we're going to break your bones. And he says, I will never bow down to the idol. So the head guy goes ahead, he takes a baseball bat, and he shoves it right into the ribs again and again and again. And then they let go of him, and he slumps down to the ground. They have the idol right in front. They step away, they take a picture. Rabbi Goldberger becomes an idol worshiper. And they send it to the New York Times, and the next day, breaking news, top Rabbi, Rabbi Goldberger, becomes an idol worshiper. I ask you, right now, is he bowed down to an idol? Yes. Did he become an idol worshiper? Furthest thing from the truth. He never gave up his religion. He never decided, I want to do this thing. And that's how we look at Jews who sin. But there's something that causes them so much pain that they break down into a horrible world, a murky world of sin. Nebuch. Whether the Einsim or not Einsim is up to Hashem, but we look at them as Anusim. 
Al tadin es chavercha ad shedagilam kaimai. Have done es kala adam lekafschus. Bepnimi es nafsha. You think that this boy wants to go and be mechal shabbos? You think this girl wants to walk around not sneers? Ain alolu avdevaydizar. Never happened. And that's the attitude that we have to have. They come and they tell you, guess what? I saw your son, Maishi, smoking on Shabbos. Never happened. Maybe there was a cigarette in his mouth on Shabbos. He's not a smoker on Shabbos. Maybe he smoked on Shabbos. He's not smoking on Shabbos. Even though he's currently not behaving properly, we have to know that deep inside, he's not mashlim in mamatsius the way that it is. And some people find it so hard to believe this. But if not for this, we would have been dead by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Because Hashem saw, even though we took time out, by the way, we built our own Getschke Shtibluch. Yeah. It says we built our own, our own uh, Shtibluch of, of Getschkes, of idols. I guess we don't want to die, and probably the Goyim daven very early, seven o'clock. We wanted to have every 15 minutes, like a minion factory near us with coffee and stuff, you know? The mikveh on premises. It says the major says that we built our own. So it means we had money. Well, you had money for that. You had time. You had energy. Oh, for that you had time, money, and energy to build an idol worship place. And yet Hashem says, yeah, because you have to understand, two hundred ten years of slavery. Do you know what that'll do to someone? That. You want to know what it'll do to someone? That. You want to know what molestation does to a boy? That. You want to know what trauma does to a child? You're looking at it. Because you started off with a chel chelakami ma'amamish. You started off with something pure and holy, and it still is deep down. So how does something perfect behave not perfect? That. There's an external force that is forcing this chel chelakami ma'amamish kadosh v'tahar to behave in a way that could be an aberration, could be an abomination, could be whatever word you want to call it. But you shouldn't think that that the person changed on the inside. This is something we have proof of because we have hundreds of kids. Just me, little me. I have hundreds of kids already that are Shemitah Mitzvahs now. And they were originally, when the parents came to me or when I worked with them, atheists, haters, anti, eating on Yom Kippur, all kinds of messed up shitas, blah, blah, blah. Who are today Shemitah Mitzvahs? So we see that it's true. You just have to take the pain away. You have to help them stand up after they're beaten down. When they stand up and they're not rejected from us in the name of Tyra, which doesn't make any sense, if we're embraced, if they're embraced, then if we look at them like this, of course they're going to go and they're going to get better. Now, who was right? The angels said, drown them. <laughs> the angel said, I can't tell any difference between them. They're just drown them. Amayim got angry. Hashem says, no, 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 no. This group is totally different. You'll see. Who was right? Hashem, how long did it take for Hashem to be proven right? You would think a thousand years. No? Hashem was proven right seven weeks later by Matan Torah. That's all it was. Seven weeks of going up because we needed to earn the Kedusha levels like the seven days of Nida. We needed to purify ourselves because even though we didn't mean to do it, but we did, we were dirty. We had to purify ourselves. Fine. But seven weeks after what event? After we saw our tormentors dead. After the pain was over. It says that every Jew saw the Mitzri that beat him. Yeah, when the rapist is in jail, when the person who hurt me is killed, is dead, when the pain is gone, 
Then we start to recover instantly. Seven weeks later, highest level mountain tire. And that's our job. Our whole job is just to take away pain. Because once the pain is gone, whatever, 10%, 20%, whatever we can do, then of course they're going to come back to Hashem. Only God knows that. And that's why, You know why? It's not just because it was more bakavadik for us, which of course it was as well. It's because they, they would have gone into Mitzrayim and they wouldn't have been able to see who's who because the Malach doesn't know what we're thinking. The Malach only sees how we're acting. The Malach doesn't, able, doesn't have the ability to be like Hashem who is Yaidea Talumois, who sees the hidden things and believes in us because he knows the truth. That we are Kadosh Vitahar Mal, even when we're bowing down to idols. And that's pshat, v'yitzhiyinu Hashem, le'yedei malach, sh'amalach e'na yodei atalumais, ve'ena yachol lahavin le'ev Yehudi. Even an angel doesn't understand a Jewish heart. Nobody could understand the Jewish heart. Not even a Jew. Only Hashem. Even we don't have as much faith as we need to have in ourselves. And that's why Hashem saved us Himself. <laughs>